Hello and welcome to our podcast today, wherever you're listening to it and whenever you're listening to it. I know that many of you will have watched the news over the last week and seen that shortly churches will be able to open for public worship. And that is true. We will be able to hold services, but they're going to look uh, very different to what we're used to at Tynings. And uh, we've got to make some decisions about how that will work for us. And as you know, Tynings, although we like to think of it as a TARDIS, bigger on the inside, um, it isn't the biggest building in the world. And we're still going to have to work out how we do socially distance stuff in there. Uh, And also it's likely that we're not going to be allowed to sing together for a little while, which I know is important to us as a community. So we got a little bit of information on Friday and we'll have a little bit more information this week, which will enable us to make some decisions about uh, how that will work. But we'll keep you informed as best we can. In the meantime, let's worship God. So as we gather together in worship, let's pray. God, our Saviour, look on this wounded world in pity and in power. Hold us fast to your promises of peace, won for us by your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Psalm 52 Why do you glory in evil, you tyrant, while the goodness of God endures continually? You plot destruction, you deceiver. Your tongue is like a sharpened razor. You love evil rather than good, falsehood rather than the word of truth. You love all words that hurt, or you deceitful tongue. Therefore God shall utterly bring you down. He shall take you and pluck you out of your tent and root you out of the land of the living. The righteousness shall see this and tremble. They shall laugh you to scorn and say this is the one who did not take God for refuge but trusted in great riches and relied upon wickedness but I am spreading olive tree in the house of God I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever I will always give thanks to you for what you have done I will hope in your name for your faithful ones delight in it
I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come, to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. The whole land of Canaan, where you are now an alien, I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their God. Then God said to Abraham, As for you, you must keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you, for the generations to come. God also said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. From her. Abraham fell face down. He laughed and said to himself, Will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of ninety? And Abraham said to God, If only Ishmael might live under your blessing. Then God said, Yes, but your wife Sarah will bear you a son, and you will call him Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. I will surely bless him. I will make him fruitful and will greatly increase his numbers. He will be the father of twelve rulers and I will make him into a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear to you by this time next year. When he had finished speaking with Abraham, God went up from him. So, when Abraham was 99 years old, El Shaddai appeared to him and confirmed his covenant between him, El Shaddai, and Abram. Uh, There's a load of name changes in that passage I've just read. I'll just explain a few of them. Abram meant exalted father. Abraham meant father of many. Sarai, a nice idea, was known as quarrelsome. Sarah, princess. Ishmael, God hears. Abraham had wanted a child, a son, so before God's intervention, he had a child by his wife's maid, Hagar. And then Isaac, laughter, because both Abraham and Sarah laughed when she heard that she would conceive at her advanced ages. From the very beginning, God wanted a relationship with mankind. And to help us, he made covenants with us. From the first simple covenant, which was, do not eat from a certain tree. Then after the flood, he made a covenant with Noah, that we would not flood the world again, so that we wouldn't perish. And the sign he gave for that covenant was a rainbow. The covenant that now El Shaddai confirms with Abraham is that Abraham should be blameless before God. And as a sign of the covenant, all the males of his household 
and all those to follow in future generations should be circumcised. Unfortunately, as we read through the Bible, we see that time and again, covenants get broken. But they are always broken by one side of the agreement. Because humankind, God has never failed to keep each covenant. Now the Hebrew title for Lord God Almighty that we heard is written as El, meaning God, and Shaddai, Almighty. And this is the first time in the Bible that God addresses himself by this name. And what a name. God Almighty. This is he who created heaven and earth. The God who spoke to Jacob through the burning bush. <laughs> Jacob, Abraham's grandson. So the covenant continued. Who was given a new name by God. He named him Israel. This is the almighty God who led his people through the wilderness for 40 years, feeding them every day as they relied upon him for life itself. Yet the all-powerful God watched as yet again we strayed from following him in pursuit of other gods. The Lord God Almighty, who separated the waters of the Red Sea to enable his people to walk across to a new land, away from the bondage of slavery. But in time, you guessed it. We failed to keep our side of the agreement. And so, 2,000 years ago, the Lord God Almighty, all-powerful God, begins a new covenant by coming into the world in the form of a vulnerable baby boy, Jesus. Jesus, who would point the way to the Father, Jesus, who would give himself up to death on a cross, who would rise again. And Jesus, who would ascend to heaven to be with his father, El Shaddai. Jesus has paid for us all by his death and resurrection, the ultimate sacrificial covenant. So, what of El Shaddai today? In the last book of the Bible, book of Revelation, John writes, After this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what might take place, must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven, with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and carnelian. A rainbow resembling an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones and seated on them were 24 elders. They were dressed in white night crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder. Before the throne, seven lamps were blazing. In the centre, around the throne, were four living creatures. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. 
Whenever the living creatures give glory, honour and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honour and power, for you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty. What do we do with him? Well, like those in heaven, we give him praise. Give him your prayers. Talk to him about anything. Ask him. If you want to get to know more of this mighty, powerful God and to get closer to him, then find out more about him. This book is a good start and a great read.
Dear Lord, please be close to those who are afraid and anxious at this time as things start to open back up and get back to some sort of normal. Please let us all know that it's okay to go at your own pace. Let your spirits surround them and know that you are here for them. Amen. Hold my hand, God. Lead the way. Be good every day. Let me know what's wrong and right. Keep me safe day and night. Let me know what you have planned. Lead the way, God. Hold my hand. Amen. Thank you for keeping us all safe and looking after us all on them. So now let's join all our prayers together in the words our Saviour taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. So may God, the Holy Trinity, make you strong in faith and love, defend you on every side and guide you in truth and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with you all evermore. Amen.